0: 20 minutes a day 365 days a year
1: this is the pack a day podcast what is up packers fans welcome back to another edition of pack a day podcast i am your host jacob morley you can find me on twitter at jacob morley i am joined today as always by my co-host ross uglum find him on twitter at ross uglum um, Ross I'm sitting here in the middle of a thunderstorm right now so if you hear any uh, explosive things in the background I'm fine it's just uh Kansas weather man how you doing though I'm good I'm good it's uh it's been quite the day been quite a weekend um,
0: on a personal note my wife and I finally uh, sold her house which removes the second mortgage uh, tomorrow so it's like a um, an 800 pound gorilla off my chest that's for sure
1: it was funny about that ross is i feel like like if you're a regular listening listener to this podcast like we've been with you through that journey man yeah (laughs) it's going back to like what like last summer this has all been going on
0: yeah so it's uh kind of the last the last step we're super excited my house is gone her house is gone and we're in the house that we built together so it it's been uh Quite a, quite a journey that's going to end tomorrow, so I would not, uh, don't bother me tomorrow. I might, be, I might be celebrating deep into the evening.
1: <laughs> well, congratulations. Uh, well, Ross, today we have kind of a fun episode. Um, the two of us, you know, it's no secret that you cover North Dakota State, and I grew up in North Dakota, so I'm a big Bison fan myself, so to, to give you a little bit of a teaser there, you know, the Packers made some moves today. Um, not big moves, but you know we're kind of into that part of the season, Ross. Where these are the moves we're going to be talking about now for the next couple of months. You know, small roster type moves. But to just recap it for you, uh, the Packers went out and they signed a f- they signed three guys today. They let go of some running back uh, Coleman or something. Uh, but they went ahead and signed a corner named Chandon Sullivan. They signed a receiver named Joel davis which he they actually claimed him he was cut by the giants made their squad last year as an undrafted free agent out of bethune cookman and then the fun one that we're going to get to that i know you and myself are really excited about is they signed a receiver by the name of darius Shepard. he is a smaller slot type guy but he played at north dakota state and ross you probably have watched more Darius Shepard film than just about anyone outside, like you said off air, outside of maybe the coaches at North Dakota State. I would be willing to guess that you probably, of anyone, like honestly, of anyone out there, like in the Twitter sphere, kind of in this draft community, you might be the authority on Darius Shepard. And I as a fan of North Dakota state, I kind of want to just give you the floor and I want to hear what your take is on Darius Shepard. And obviously he's a long shot to make this team, but you know, what are his chances of making the team? And if he does, what is he going to bring to this uh, Green Bay Packers squad, Ross?
0: Yeah. So I I think you're right. I mean, I would be hard pressed if someone told me that they watched more Shep than I have. Uh, He, you know, as, as with anybody else that graduated this year, um, His four seasons were my first four full seasons covering North Dakota State. I started uh, Carson Wentz's senior year and have been with, you know, the program, covering the program for the last four years. Shep, having played the last four years, um, is is a guy that I got to know really well and, of course, watched, you know, every single game he played in two or three times and uh, did a little bit of, of extra stuff on him before the draft, but not much just because, you know my knowledge base with his game is is as deep as it's going to get. Shep was in a really interesting case at North Dakota State. Um, he was a guy they had Isaiah Lazure and Isaiah. Um, I'm not sure if he got any NFL love or not. I'm just doing a quick Twitter search of his name, um, and, and I'm not I'm not seeing anything um, recent. So. Uh, I, I would say, in fact, there's somebody in his family that looks like trying to get him some work uh, in, in the NFL. So Isaiah was not a terrible player at Western Illinois, but uh, at the very end of his uh, tenure or his recruitment, uh, they, they Western Illinois basically came to him and said, hey, if you want to block 60 times a game, and, and people that understand North Dakota State football understand that that's not a joke. I mean, if you're going to go out there and play wide receiver, you might be blocking 50 to." To sixty times a game, you should go to NDSU if you want to catch, you know, potentially seventy passes. We've got this open system, this, that, and the other thing. Come and you know play here, and that worked. And so, at the very last minute, Isaiah Lejure, uh went to Western Illinois, and NDSU plucked Darius Shepard away from the University of South Dakota. Shep was originally a USD commit, and that slot uh for North Dakota State was uh was you know taken up by this LeJure kid that was now gone. NDSU obviously being the power in, in uh FCS football went went in and got Shep and he really was uh, a playmaker from the beginning. Um he did redshirt I, I do believe uh, I think I yeah he, he redshirted but as soon as that was done um, he was a, a playmaker, and certainly a guy even that, that Carson Wentz worked with at a, at a high level as a redshirt freshman. I know, homecoming uh, his freshman year, he caught a pass in the back corner of the end zone from Wentz that beat Northern Iowa. So where David Johnson went uh, is definitely, you know, I, I would say a, a rival of North Dakota State's. But uh, right away, man. 40 catches for 575 yards and five touchdowns as a freshman and kind of had that level of production for three years and then just exploded during his senior year. What basically happened there was R.J. Erzendowski, who was high school teammates with Easton Stick, uh, not an NFL body type or athlete, but an extremely good college football player, crazy, crazy good, Uh, was basically the architect of that come from behind winning the national championship game of Carson Wentz's junior year as a true freshman. So RJ didn't redshirt Darius did the two played together for three years. And then boom, the fourth year Shep gets a chance to shine 17 yards, a catch nine, uh, nine touchdowns, 71 yards a game. He was a monster and he was, uh, Pro Football Focus is number two graded player in this class. They looked at every snap because, of course, stick was a uh, stick was a prospect. So PFF graded every NDSU game. You can see all if you go through their draft guide. You can see grades for basically every you know guy at NDSU that got that got snaps. And Shep was their number two overall graded wide receiver from a film standpoint. He was in the top four. I believe in yards per route run out of the slot, if not top two or three, but he was just a, a, a monster and it didn't matter, you know, kind of who teams threw at him. He, he just produced over and over and over again. And I think is a guy that really understands how to get open from the slot and plays better than his testing. And that's going to be the one thing that's going to kind of throw uh, Packers fans is, he did not have an elite RAS. Uh, I was able to get, uh, I, I was able to get testing numbers from a from an AFC scout and provide those to my boy, Kent Lee Platty. So his RAS is accurate, and it's it's not great. Um, four five seven guy, not not great agility drills, not great anything drills. Though some of his RAS is is pulled down by his his size, but um, not all. You know, good receivers in this league have a great RS, not even all punt returners. And that's, I think, you know, something if you go through my Twitter uh, feed today, there's a lot of shit. He's a very, very good punt returner. Uh, a guy that honestly, you know, lifetime average of, of 13 yards a return, but that's really thrown off by uh, kind of a weird season returning kicks in 2017, where he only averaged seven yards a return. He was. I think, on punt safe that season, which is maybe the problem. But, uh, you know, 15 yards of return in 2018, 22 yards of return in 2016. There, there's wiggle more than there's long speed, and that's kind of his game to a tee is, is wiggle, whether we're talking about wiggle that creates separation in routes or, or wiggle as a punt returner. He's just a really, really good football player. And uh, an awesome story. He lost his dad last off season. and kind of played this season, you know, in honor of, of, of his dad. And, and really, there's a couple of awesome articles if you want to get in, not even stuff that I wrote about Shep and his journey kind of this last year. but this is a, a feel good story and, and frankly, a guy that I think fits. and, and yeah, long shot for the roster, that's fine. But as far as true slot receivers, in my opinion, he's 1A on the roster. Uh, whether they need one is another question. But he, in my opinion right now, is 1A. And as a punt returner, it's between him and Davis.
1: Yeah, and what to me what's really interesting about it too, Ross, is he was not signed right away in undrafted free agency. He, in fact, was you know with a handful of guys, including other wide receivers, that they brought in on a tryout basis – and what what you see more often than not is you really need to be impressive in these tryouts to get signed. Um, so the Packers obviously see something that they really like in him, just because he he doesn't fit their athletic profile. And you could even make a case that the the direction they're going with their slot receivers, he doesn't necessarily fit that either. It would it would appear that they kind of want to go more the route of the big slot receiver. Um, and Shepard is not that, but he is a guy that you know was really fun to watch develop over his four years. You know, like you said, he burst onto the scene his freshman year, but as far as a route runner, I thought he really became a a very nuanced route runner by the time he was a senior and kind of like you, you, you hit on already these, these wide receivers at North Coast state, they don't, they're not high volume guys. So when you're asked to run a route, especially out of that slot position, um, what I think a lot of people don't understand too is If you kind of if you kind of half acid in the slot running your routes, you're giving away what's going on. Like a lot of defenses are keying on that. So with Shepard, what I thought was really impressive with him is in in an offense that primarily like to run the ball, he was kind of that decoy and he and he did it beautifully. And so I don't know if they're going to use him or want to use him in that capacity in the NFL. I mean, hell, he's got to make the roster first, you know. Um, But he's off to a good start. He's really gotten over that first hurdle already. Uh, the Packers, like I said, they clearly like the guy quite a bit. Like you said, he uh, he's a very natural punt returner. Um, he was always a guy that was very dangerous when he was back there. Uh, so he's he's an exciting, feel-good guy that uh, I know you and I will both be rooting for uh, this year, Ross, and uh, pulling for him to make the roster for sure. Um, glad,
0: you know, full disclosure, too, I'm, I'm glad some of my text messages, you know, I've got uh, – People within the media around here that you know will send, yeah, obviously, sent messages to me, understanding kind of my dual role. Hey, what do you think of of Shep's chances? And I was honest about it. I said, Hey, look, man, I believe in Shep. Uh, I think he's a good player, but the, you know, the 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 odds for these tryout guys are terrible. You know they. They, every team brings in a bunch of them because they need bodies for minicamp, and almost none of them get signed. So I hope I'm wrong, but I, you know, I, I don't. I don't think it's a. It's. I don't think it's likely. And then boom, um, here he is. You know, yeah. he's he's uh, for at least right now. He's got a contract, and you would think that unless something wild happens, you know. Uh, a guy like me is going to get go get to go out there and and uh, cover Shep and you know at least watch him and in, in well especially now with the you know revised cuts when you need to have guys cut probably going to get to see him in camp probably going to get to see him in some uh, in some um, you know preseason games and and see him wear a Packers uniform and that's cool but like I said as far as the traditional. Slot receiver slash punt returner. He's their best guy uh, right now. Whether or not they actually want one of those on the roster, that's a completely different question.
1: Yeah, and I think that's you know when you look at the Packers and and kind of what Matt Lafleur would at least appear what he wants in that slot receiver. I mean, you're looking at, you know, Equinemius St. Brown potentially playing in the slot. I mean, they just drafted, you know, Jay Sternberger, and that's where I think he's going to play, you know, because right now, as it stands today, that's kind of what he is. He's a big slot. You know, if you're going to ask him to play in line, I think you're, you know, he's not there yet, unless he has like some type of like Dallas Goddard type of rise as a blocker in his rookie year, which is very rare, Uh, not saying he can't do it, but it would appear that's where they're going to want him to play He's in that, that slot position, that oversized slot. So that would lead you to believe, you know, that's the type of body type that they want in the slot, you know, especially not signing Randall Cobb, Uh, those undersized guys, maybe that's not, you know, what they covet. Uh, So really if Darius Shepard is going to make this team, I think, you know, he's going to have to do it first and foremost as a punt returner. But like you said, uh, I think, he, he's he's up there with, you know, Trevor Davis. And it's going to be who can really give you more as a wide receiver. You could absolutely make the argument that Trevor Davis has been here for three years. He pretty much is what he is as a wide receiver. Is Shepard going to is he going to raise, you know, is he going to have more potential? I don't know. Um, those are questions that I think are going to be answered. And that's what we're going to have to look forward to. You know, unfortunately, Ross, this is probably one of the last podcast that we'll have in probably in a month or a half, month and a half that we're going to have real Packers news because we're just getting into that season the summer seasons of just kind of being off and you know and honestly too it's a little bit disappointing because you know I'm kind of envious of all these teams that their Twitter accounts are basically tweeting you know like live videos from their rookie mini camp and here we are in Green Bay you know Matt LaFleur just really didn't want there to be that much media access like whatsoever uh, which, you know, I understand from a coaching perspective, but I'll, from a fan perspective, it sucks. You know, I want to I want to know who, how these guys look. I want to know who's running around making plays, even though it is in short. So uh, that's something that that kind of stinks for us as Packers fans. And we're going to kind of get into that dry season here. Um, but Ross, unless you have anything else on, on Darius Shepard, you know, I think we're going to be true to our word today when we say this is a 20 minute podcast.
0: Yeah, and I, I really don't. Um, I don't have much else to talk about. Uh, the the news is is slow. We're going to have to kind of do some deep dives, I think, moving forward. Just it, it, the simple fact that there just isn't that
1: much going on
0: and, and there's nothing
1: we can do about it. Yep, that's just the way it works. Um, but, Ross, thanks for joining me. Um, I hope everyone got their full dosage of Darius Shepard and you enjoyed Ross and I c- kind of geeking out on North Dakota State football uh, because it's kind of, it's almost, you know, it was almost made meant to be Ross that Darius Shepard signs and we, we are on the docket for the podcast, but I uh, appreciate you guys listening. You know, Ross and I have been on every week this month for kind of the draft season um, we're going to get back to our you know, regularly, regularly scheduled programming with Ross and I every other week. Um, really appreciate you guys following along with us throughout this draft series. Uh, it's been a blast, and uh, we'll probably do it again next year when we get closer to the draft. But uh, until then, Go Pack Go! Shotgun formation, of third and 15 in the 46-yard line of Dallas. They empty the shotgun. Cobb in motion to the left side. Rodgers looks it over, gets the snap.
0: Backpedals now under some pressure. Steps up, throws it over the middle. Adams! 30, turns up field, 25, cutting right to the 20, 15, 10, 5. Devontae to, to the south end zone for the Touchdown! Looks it over. Starts to his left. Now he moves. Starts to the right side.
1: Snap to A. Rod looking downfield. being flush. Rolling left. Winds up. Rainbows it high and deep into the end zone. It's tied one and a clock. It is Conner touchdown. Yes!